I hate to keep harping on the Federal Reserve. The idea that a centralized institution should have this much weight over the market is asinine to begin with. There was a time in history when the Fed did their work in private. These days, everyone and their brother hangs on to every word they say. The Fed chair is aired on national TV, and people fawn over tiny changes in languages, hoping to read between their lines. It's cringeworthy and a sign of a malfunctioning system when one institution can impact global markets so heavily. However, this is the game we're playing, and so it would be prudent to pay attention. In the past few months, the Fed has gone from possible taper in 2022 to three rate hikes and balance sheet normalization this fiscal year. Every time we have heard from the Fed recently, their language has signaled faster and faster action. Why? If you believe government data, real inflation right now is about 7% using the CPI, Consumer Price Index. If, we were to, if you were to use the European CPI methodology, our inflation would be at 7.8%. If you were to ignore government data and instead look through Zillow or other single-family home data, you would see rent increases well over 10% year over year. Some estimates were as high as 15%. This is a problem, and the Fed knows it's a problem. If the Fed were honest, they would use this 15% number, but they know that it would wake people up. The last thing they want is people protesting in the streets, so they use their own constructed number, which of course is much more palatable. I can't help but want, wonder what number they would use if Trump were still in office. That's besides the point. The point is, real inflation is most likely much higher than what they're leading people to believe. They know the real number, and that is why they're accelerating their efforts. The problem is that the Fed is tightening into a potential slowdown. In December, 200,000 jobs were created when 450,000 jobs were expected. This data point in itself is not too alarming. Jobs reports bounce around for various reasons, but with the government running a 2.7 trillion dollar deficit this year, wouldn't we expect something better? If we can't make jobs while pumping $2.7 trillion into the economy of money that which we don't have, what happens when monetary policy tightens and Congress aims to bring the deficit down to a more normalized level? There's a chart in uh, my most recent release that you can't see. It's a bit dated, in fact, but the trend remains the same on this chart. When the Fed tightens and raises rates, recessions are soon to follow. In 2018, the Fed tried raising rates, and the market immediately went into recession territory. When the government tried to raise rates, the market cannot handle it. More important, notice the blue line representing the peak interest rates dating back to 1979. Every time the Fed tries to raise rates, the blue line peaks lower and lower before the market takes a dump. The stock market is becoming increasingly fragile and wholly dependent on cheap money. This trend is going to continue. The Fed will raise rates, but this time they will barely get above 2.2% before the market goes into a recession. The Fed will then pivot back to easing monetary policy, and the blue line will have peaked even lower. The problem is the blue line interest rates at this point will essentially be stuck at 0%. Any raise at all will cause a recession. This, of course, is ridiculous. You cannot have a functioning market with 0% interest rates for the rest of eternity. In fact, a 0% interest rate to begin with tells us that something is very, very off. Nevertheless, at some point, inflation will start running and the Fed will be stuck in an even smaller corner than before. To fight inflation, they must raise rates. Now you see the problem. There is no way around it. The U.S. economy has to take their medicine.
The Fed can play games with the invisible hand of the market all they want, but inevitably the chicken come home comes home to roost, and their game ends with a major shock. The other elephant in the room is the nearly $30 trillion of government debt. When Paul Volcker pumped interest rates to nearly 20% in the 70s to combat inflation, we weren't sitting on this much debt. I don't know the exact relationship between interest rates and government debt, but being forced to raise rates while holding $30 trillion in debt does not exactly seem like a great position to be in. This is the long story of how I predict the interest rate game is going to end. The Fed is predicting four interest rate hikes in 2022. If they can get interest rates high enough, it will give them enough room to reverse course and start easing monetary policy again. This should mean it's bull season again for some risk assets. However, there is a chance that this will be the last time they can lower rates before they are officially stuck between a rock and a hard place. I want to reiterate, I am not a macroeconomist. I do my best to understand these market functions, but there is a lot that I do not know. Things could, of course, turn out differently, but in my mind, this seems like the obvious trajectory that we are on. If I am right, there will be a deep recession caused by rising interest rates within the next five to 10 years. That goes in addition to the recession that we will see within the next two years from the current interest rate hikes the Fed is discussing. This recession will be much more palatable than the next one. Of course, the situation could always be worse than I am understanding. What if the next recession is the one where the music stops? No one really knows what will happen, but we do know for a good while now when the Fed raises rates, a recession follows in many cases. This time, we are being forced to raise rates when we otherwise would wait for a clearer picture. Add in COVID, government debt, strange job market, inflation, etc., and the overall picture is very perplexing. My hope is that we have at least a few more months before the market starts to digest interest rate hikes. At that point, I would expect a peak in both the stock and crypto markets. The markets will pull back hard and fast, and eventually, the Fed will blink. They will give up their interest rate hike agenda, and they will start easing. At that point, we will reassess how long we have until they're forced to move again. I hope I'm wrong about all this, but they have tools at their disposal. Maybe they do have tools at their disposal that I'm not aware of. In the meantime, I'm putting myself in a position to weather a recession. This includes paying off any high interest debts and having at least six months of emergency funds. I'm doing this just in case I am right about where we're headed. Let's hope I'm not. Please reach out and provide any comments or feedback regarding my analysis. I try to understand these things as best I can, but there are many variables at play and finding unbiased information in this day and age can be troublesome.